Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. Greetings, denizens of the DC Universe! We are officially less than a year until Batman v Superman! Huh. Yeah! We're into that. Oh, what? At some point, we'll actually have movies to talk about, and not just speculation and rumor. I'm doing Tai Bo, I don't even care. Oh, it just feels good. My headset's falling off. And I'm Adam Gertler. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm Roxy Stryer. I'm Johnny Laquasto. Hey, everybody. How are we doing, guys? It's nice to be back with you. Well, Welcome sweating, back, Gertler. So that's how. Hey, so uh, this is going to be my last show probably for most of April. I'm going off to do a, a, a new show for the FYI Network called Man vs. Child. <laughs> that just uh, sounds weird. It sounds weird. It's not as bad as it sounds, people. It's actually a, a cooking competition show where young pro Prodigy chefs are going to be battling against grown-ups chefs, wow. uh, and I get to be the master of ceremonies, so it's going to be really, really fun. Adam, Amazing. you can just be honest that you've been recruited by Suicide Squad. It's okay. I have <laughs> been re- recruited it. on a Suicide Squad mission. Are you Deadshot? Um, oh, man, I wish, dude. What about uh, Deadshot getting like on Arrow? He was like, I know you didn't see it yet, but he was a little bit of like the wounded warrior. They took an interesting, dark turn with Deadshot's origins. I thought it was kind of bold. Like, like, they had him, like, abusing his uh, wife and child a little bit, like a little post-traumatic stress. Ooh. I mean, if anyone needs a dark past, it probably would be him. Yeah. I mean, it was really almost out of place because then they had, like, you know, that Valentine's Day girl and the same thing. And she's just really silly, but she was really into him. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, and I want to focus on you for a second, though. Where, can, where can they find you when you So are this show is going to be on FYI. It's a cable channel. I don't know if you have it. It's another lifestyle channel. It used to be A&E's biography. Um, uh, uh, Mike Isabella who is a, a top chef champion is going to be on there as well um, you know it's it's a it's a really cool show I will I will be back we will have more to say about it probably before um, uh, you know it airs I'm hoping to be back on my birthday which is April 30th nice so hopefully we'll do a show cool. we're also really trying to get John Schnepp the director of the death of Superman lives what happened he's he agreed. <clears throat> he agreed. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to the fans, as I choke and die, thanks to y'all who were like, get John Schnepp on the show. And John Schnepp, being super cool, was like, hey, I'd love to come on. He said yeah. he wants to come on at the end of April. I think no coincidence, because that's when his movie comes yeah. out. And by the way, that was all via Twitter and you guys. All you guys. And Humberto uh, Gonzalez from Latino Review also said he will come. I know. It's like our heroes. You guys are the best. We're just here awesome. for you. We're just a vehicle. Uh, and uh, and great show last week, guys. Mike Kalinowski, again, fan favorite. Uh, so I've said the word Shazam. 
am, and I've gone from my mic yeah. form back to Adam, back to lowly Adam. And, form. and now we can't prove it until we, we can't prove that you're the same. There same person. is no proof. Uh, you don't know. He could be under the table, and you guys could just like pop into each other's places. Hey, hey, no Mike Kalinowski under the table <laughs> jokes, okay? <laughs> Filthy-minded oh, people. No. Nobody. Puts what do we Mike have in the, in the world of DC movie news? First, we have a little uh, Vine video from uh, the platinum-haired Jared Leto in um, demonstrating what some people think could be a preview into the Joker's voice. Do we? Can we take a look at that? On this song, you're gonna get really, really, really crazy. Hey! Okay, I have a couple of things. Okay. Number one, this is absolutely speculation that this is his voice, that this is the Joker voice. Yes. Number two, he looks like Max Hedrum from those old Pepsi commercials. Number or no, Coke commercial. I forget one of those. Songs. Number three, how many people that were at this concert were even aware of what was going on and thought this? Like, how did this vine blow up to be so huge? I, because he's speaking and he said the word crazy in an interesting voice. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But I would also like to put out there what it also sounds like to me is Mick Jagger in the song Miss You by the Rolling Stones. I wish we had that to set up because he's like walking in Central Park, singing After Dark. People think I'm crazy. So it's the same thing. So is Mick Jagger actually the new Joker? I was going to say, is he? What? It's very possible. I will say, though, if this is or this isn't, it sounded real cool. He did. He sounded really cool. I don't know if he meant to. It's not like he did a trick with his voice. He just went deep and growly. Crazy. It's not that hard. I hey, think you should you sound be the Joker. Really cool. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's that hard, but I'm just saying. I'll bleach my hair. Well, yeah. I'll shave my eyebrows. I would do the same thing. I'm in. I yeah. think it, it really just shows to see. Um, I know we're trying to find that McJagger video to compare, uh, and we should stress for time until we can. Um, either way, I think it really just shows how uh, hotly anticipating um, people are for his performance of the yes. Joker. You know, people just are craving anything, uh, and they want to. You know, they want to see what is he going to talk like, what he's going to sound like. Interesting enough, um, Mark Hamill, who's going to be on Flash again as the trickster, reprising his role for the first time in twenty years. So I saw the trailer of it, and he's doing a voice very much like his Joker voice from the animated series, which m- many people consider to be, um, you know, like the definitive Joker. Ooh. Oh, uh, let's hear it again. We got Mick McTaggart. It's karaoke. Crazy! Look at you with your Mick Jagger moves. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Really you should you should see me in karaoke sometime. I'm Adam a little Levine. bit of a, I'm a little bit of a Mick Jagger. You, you got hey. you got an Adam Levine thing going on. Well, you know, I have more tattoos than him. Wow, and, that's le- true. and supermodels at your side. Yes, uh, that's right. By the way, we we've, we've got Sizzler Kissler Hi, in Laura. the chat right Shout now. Shout out to Sizz. What's up, buddy? Uh, um. So, um, what about Wonder Woman? Wasn't there some good uh, talk? I, I feel like it's interesting, as Warner Brothers allows people to speak, Gail Gadot had a little something to say about 
her uh, portrayal of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Do, do we, can you allude to any of those quotes specifically, Johnny? Good for her. I sure can. And um, I think it's great that she spoke up a little bit. And she said, you know, when I was younger, I didn't deal well with criticism because, you know, it's hard being a, a woman and as you grow to be older and everything. But she's like, now. Damn right it is. Yeah. And I've always like, found it easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because no one criticizes mm-hmm. you. You're gorgeous. Uh, she said, you know, but now I handle it. I realize if I'm going to be playing this kind of role, I'm going to be subject to criticism. And she said, besides, uh, true Amazons only had one boob, so you can't make everybody happy. Right, right. She's she's referring to, of course, how the Amazonian women would uh, cut off a boob yeah. so they could have their, their to, right, right. You know, better for their arrows and stuff. And so, the, uh, so she was like, a one-boobed Wonder Woman would be an interesting statement. That's painful. Yeah, absolutely. But, go ahead. But oh, no, what go did ahead. she say? What did she say? She talked about a lot of different things that really interested me. Uh, first of all, I loved when she was talking about how she never really knew what her dream role was until she found this role and just embodied everything she wanted. And I totally get that because as an actor, you're always asked what do you want to play what do you want to play and she d- never really knew and now she mm-hmm. has this and that's incredible to hear how grateful she is I was also very interested to hear as she spoke to Wonder Woman's power set we're getting a Wonder Woman that's not going to be flying but is going to be uh, jumping she mentioned close to flying close to flying which is great like just like the original Superman leaping tall buildings in a single bound he wasn't uh, flying and, yeah. and you don't want every single hero flying all over the place I, I think I think leaping off of buildings and, and, and rooftops and things I mean I think just think about when we see this whole Justice League cinematically set up you know you're going to have some flying in the sky and then yeah. Wonder Woman leaping around throwing dudes into buildings it's yeah. going to be sick this is her exact quote when asked about the character's power she said yeah Yes, I get to play the strongest, most empowering woman ever, Wonder Woman. I'm so grateful. I thank God every day. I want to devour it and enjoy every bite. She has unbelievable endurance. She's exceptionally strong. Mm -hmm. She can jump really high and practically fly. Mm -hmm. She knows tons of martial arts styles. She is a strong and serious woman. And two boobs. Yes, and two boobs. (laughs) And Uh, very attractive. I'm very excited about that. As I've said before, I think that Zack Snyder handles hand-to-hand combat really well. Even though we don't know how much we're going to see Wonder Woman fight in this movie. We know that Zack Snyder and his producerial capacity is going to be a big part in the visual um, design of these films. And I just can't wait to see the fighting style they come up with for Wonder Woman. That's the thing I'm most excited about. And, and someone in chat row brought up a great point. Uh, she auditioned alongside Ben Affleck, which really can restore your confidence in the casting. I, I'm on board now. Like I At first, I was, had my reservations, but right. hearing her speak about it, I'm on board. You because mean- people question her acting ability. Yeah. You know, she's been in the Furious movie. She's been in the uh, Date Night film. But people question, is she really the person that has the gravitas to, 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 to command a franchise? Yeah, absolutely. And you're you're saying that you feel better because it was a chemistry read kind of thing and you were curious if they did well, that? Well, that and the fact, just hearing her speak about it, it I think... It... I, I think Johnny's referring to the fact that like she's reading with Ben Affleck. There was all these really talented people in the room. All these people had to sign off on her. Right, yeah. absolutely. It, it she wasn't, wasn't just like, like, eh, maybe we'll pick this girl. It wasn't like somebody's uncle was just... Just like, hey, Gail Gadot's uncle was like, you know. You gotta be a star, kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I just think that she's not letting it consume her. She's she's taking it all in, and she's taking it in stride like a professional. What do you guys think out there in DC fan world? Are you guys uh, gonna give Gail Gadot a shot? Or are you condemning her before she's even been on the screen? I, I think if anyone's watching this, they have to give her a shot. I don't think anyone wants to write anyone off, you know? Oh, yeah, because there's no haters out there. Uh, well, we you're right. Good point. But, hey, we keep it positive well, The here. chat seems to be thinking she's going to do a really good job. And Rock and Roll Penguin says her Israeli accent will serve for a great ancient Greek accent. So that could be cool to hear. Mm. I like it. Exactly. Yeah. I, she doesn't need to try to speak with, like, a mid-Atlantic or American accent. Exactly. Let her have her own Israeli accent. Yeah, and Robert loves says, I wonder if Affleck will kind of be her acting coach. 
who knows if she needs I mean, one, but I mean, I'm sure the more the vet will help the rookie a little I would th- more. I would think that there may be some acting coaches involved. I don't yeah. know if Affleck's going to be like, let me just uh, take the cowl off. Okay, let's go back to that scene. I want you to close your eyes and imagine. So, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like he'll have other things going on. Yeah, but once you are a director, as Affleck has been, I right. feel like you're always kind of wearing that hat. You're not just wearing the actor hat. So yes. maybe uh-huh. he'll give her some tips. Well, do it. Just sure. Do it better. Just There's do it better also something time. to be said for propriety on the set. You know, everybody's got a role, and you don't want you know, there's one director. People have to kind of choose their roles. Oh, yeah. and, you know, Affleck's like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, I've got it covered. Okay. Excuse me, Zach. Let me just take <laughs> a minute second. with your actor. Yeah. Um, that go, would take, be... go take five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, craft services. I don't think we're going to see that. But I am, I am getting more and more excited. And I love what she's saying about this criticism. It doesn't seem to be really be getting to her. I love what she's saying about being a tomboy and all this stuff. Everything she said has been the right play so far. Mm-hmm. So why do we have reason to think that she won't do well? And she said, you know, she's playing an empowering role, clearly. And that's every actress's dream, I would imagine, to play an empowering woman. So this is going to consume her for the next year plus. And Do you guys you think know? we'll see a trailer before San Diego Comic-Con? Mm. We're inside of a year right now. Are you talking BVS or are you talking... I'm talking BVS, which is the first time we might might see her, I mean, in a trailer. I, I don't know if it'll be a teaser or what, but... I would think that weekend, maybe. Wouldn't that make sense? That would be July. I mean, that's already kind of late. The next big Warner Brothers film that people are hoping for is Mad Max. There's WonderCon coming up at the end of April. Warner Brothers has a slot at WonderCon for an hour with no official announcements. They usually do like a whole slate. They've got a lot going on. It's possible that they could show the teaser again, but is WonderCon big enough to do that? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I would like it to be there, and I think it would be great, and it would help out WonderCon and their cred for next year and Uh so on. Not that they need really help. They are getting bigger and bigger, but... I think we're going to have to wait till Comic-Con. Well, you're going to be at Comic-Con. How great would that be? I'm going to be at WonderCon as well. I'm oh, going to okay. be at WonderCon on the Saturday, and I'll be at, at Comic-Con. Um, I'm actually planning on on sleeping out all night to get into that Hall H on the uh, Saturday thing, because I haven't done that nice. yet. I'm trying to get uh, my crew at FX to tape it and do sort of an event, like a sleeping through the night to get into Hall H kind of now thing. Now, question. Do you need a pass to get into that already, or can you just Yes, do it? well, you okay. need your Comic-Con badge. Right. Got it, all right. But then they only allow a certain amount of people into the Hall H, and then they only let more people in as certain people yeah. leave. If you are not going as press to Comic-Con, it was nearly impossible to go I was going to say, year. I would sleep out with you, but yeah. I don't even have a badge to Comic-Con. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll no, it's going, really tough. I'll be going as well, so we can... Are we you can going? Wave, we can wave to How each other. Go? Come yeah. on. Somebody give LaQuasto we'll, a badge we'll for Comic-Con. We'll work on it. We'll work He'll on dress it. Up. I, I will say this, Johnny. Will you dress as anything? Will you cosplay as anything if you get a badge? I will dress up like Booster Gold and tell everyone I was already cast. Can you just well, dress up as easy. Wonder Woman? And, I'm talking something embarrassing. Easy. I want you to dress as someone like Pippi Longstocking as a zombie. Him? How does that help With me? one boob. With yeah, one Amazonian boob. I'll go with a uniboob. I just assume I would dress up like a DC character. If you dress up as Bane Cat, Oh, then God. you can go in my place. What I'm saying is give Johnny LaQuasto a badge for Comic-Con, but make him work for it. I'll work for it. I will work Let's for see. It. What would you like to see Johnny dress up as I'll for d- Comic-Con? <laughs> and please, don't make it easy on him. Booster Gold, you look awesome. I'll, I think you'd be a great Booster I'll Gold. I'll dance. <laughs> I'll sing. I will recite poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of um, you know, the inmates running the asylum, which I don't know if we were. Smooth transition. Does sure. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, does anybody edit this guy? No. Or does he just go off and talk? He He don't care. Have you Me? ever seen his career? He just talks. So it, you know we've gotten we've gotten more talk from the Black Adam Shazam than any anyone else. Which, and by the way, is not for a long time. Yeah, for, for quite some time. So what is the latest ramblings of uh, the Swerve Master Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Mister Laquasto? I love that we call him the Swerve Master now. 
Uh, you know what's great is Sizzler says, I'll see what I can do about a pass. So I responded, Sizzler, I'll take you to Sizzler and also somewhere that tastes good. Oh, All right. God. Uh, Thank so you. Your, your, your question was about the rocks. Is it yes. about him swerving? Yeah. Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you a quote. He said, and I don't think this is a swerve at all. I think this is fairly um, accurate. And keep in mind, the movie comes out April 5th, 2019. But he does say, he said, um, he, he okay, he's going to say that Black Adam starts off as a slave and he's pissed off and people are going to pay. But eventually down the line, he'll become an anti-hero. To me, that sounds like a Black Adam solo feature down the road. Don't you okay. think? What do you guys think of that? What it's do you the think rock. Of well, I think he's got to have I his just, own solo film. I love hearing him say anti-hero. I, yeah. I'm very interested in that. And I like characters that are not just one-dimensional. Um, uh-oh, you just want him to be straight villain. No, this face. grinds my gears a little, little bit. I can tell. You're I'm getting grinded. a little sick of hearing The Rock talk. I want Shazam to be about Shazam. Well, he... I think apparently he had the choice of choosing, and he clearly chose the cooler-looking costume. But they're, they're but... going to battle each other. Yeah, but then why is he telling us now that he's already going to be an anti-hero? Like, it takes any possibility of him being a threat as a villain away. Saying, like, all right, he's going to be a villain, and yeah, 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 we haven't cashed Shazam, Shazam. We'll get to that. Okay, but that's what I was going to say. How can Shazam be about Shazam yet when one of his quotes is, no, we haven't picked a Shazam yet? Yeah. It makes it seem like Shazam is the least important thing about the Shazam movie, which is that's... what my problem and is. And I'll tell you, that here's the problem. It's really hard to go opposite the rock. There's no human being with those genetics exactly. on the planet. Exactly. So it's, it seems weird that the, the character that's going to embody, you know, the uh, physical opposite of this guy hasn't been cast yet. Okay, did this excite you at all though? He says, "We've been working on the script. Half the scripts have already come in. Fantastic." What does Very that mean excited. half the scripts? Like there's a series of films? Like what does that mean anyway? Half the scripts have come in. I think They're fantastic. Means... Are they doing like a 12-part series for HBO now? I don't think that's what it means. I think that there's probably been multiple different versions of the script and half the scripts that are out there circulating have come in. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, really... tell me more about the story arc, Rock. Like, t- I mean, tell me more about how he starts off that he's going to be a villain. But don't worry, he's not going to be a real villain. He'll, he'll change down the road. Take any surprise away. I think he away. was giving away that much. I mean, it's kind of the story, right? I think it's going to be really hard to cash Shazam because it's the freaking Rock. How are you going to stand toe-to-toe with him? Also, as you said in the beginning, this all could be a swerve. You don't know. He could be the biggest, baddest villain out there and I not even anti I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I-, I feel like this is where we're missing that Kevin Feige sort of influence. Yeah. Like, Kevin Sujihara is, is certainly, like, you know, he's overseer, but he's not an on-the-grounds producer like Kevin Feige. And I feel like some of the rhetoric from the people participating in these films should be a little bit better controlled. Okay. Yeah. We want to get people excited, but I just feel like we're getting stuff all over the place. Right, don't give away too much, because honestly, people are going to be excited as is. Yeah, and so. then, like, one, in one another interview where he's like, oh, no, it might come out earlier, it might not, like... Dude, what, what is going on? Yeah, Carl Caster in the chat says anti-hero makes no sense. People aren't liking this anti-hero thing. I'm just thinking, number one, it could either be a swerve. Number two, I like to see people have multiple different layers. And so just straight villains and sometimes, you don't know. The movie isn't written yet. Exactly. So, it, well, which is a problem again. It, it's so, so it's almost like, so is this film meant to just serve The Rock? Are they building the Shazam character and the film to serve their Black Adam? Because to me, that is editorially not the way that I want to see this universe constructed. I don't think that's the way Marvel goes about their films. I think they're trying to tell a story. Here it's like, don't worry, you're going to get to see The Rock do something. And look, admitted guys, I'm not a big Rock fan. I haven't, I'm not a fan of any of his movies. He's okay, but he's no Schwarzenegger in his prime. He might even be a better actor than Schwarzenegger in his prime. Of course he is. But he's still not as iconic to me. I'm not as big a fan. Goddamn Zardan says, what if they cast young child actor to play Billy and Shazam with CGI? 
So that would be like going the opposite of Hoobly. what we said. <laughs> also, the Gamer Girl 2330 mentions Brendan Fraser. I'm a big Brendan Fraser guy. Oh, yeah. It would be interesting comeback for him. He can play very childish. He can. I know. I'm, uh, a, I'm a huge Brendan Fraser guy. He's Always in need of a comeback. He would have a complete physical and uh, I don't know. I just don't think it's fair to say we can't cast anybody opposite The Rock. Like, we're going to have to. I, so. I, I, I guess I, we can. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not talking about My you. My issue is really just how this all seems to be about The Rock and the Black Adam and all this stuff and not about a story they're trying to tell. That's my only issue. I think The Rock's going to be fantastic. I've said before, he looks great as Black Adam, but is it Black Adam or is it Shazam? And, like, what's the most important thing? Like, serving this guy's agenda, the actor, or serving a good character and a good story? It's funny you bring that up. Speaking of serving agendas, let's yes. talk about Tyrese. Okay, let's talk about Tyrese. Who's, who's Best transition, who's, yeah. No, that was a good transition yeah. because this is Thank another you. example of, like, what's going on, Warner Brothers? Okay, Johnny, bring us up to speed with the Tyrese drama, if you would be so kind. I mean, who the hell knows? Uh, Tyrese, at first he... Hopefully we know, because that's what the show is. He, he, po- he posts this picture on Instagram saying, see you soon. Right. And now he recants that, I think, earlier today. Well, he so, takes it down. Now, this one is already... This was from a couple of days ago, but from a few weeks ago, we already we saw the early sort of... You know, Tyrese as, as John Stewart campaign begin. Then we get this picture and he's like, see you soon, with, which leads many of us to believe, oh my God, has he been cast? And then Warner Brothers has him take it down. Yeah. yeah. It disappears. Well, is and that what happened? Warner Brothers had him take it down? It disappeared. Yeah. Wait, I guess we don't know that Let's Warner be, Brothers I took it down. Probably. I would assume that, but we don't know. You don't know. His agent could have called him and exactly. been like, hello. <laughs> Should have said, dude, this is starting to seem a bit sad. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it starts to seem a bit sad, like he's campaigning hard. And then he's like, wait, I'm not campaigning. Johnny, do you have the quote? Do you have the Instagram quote that it was? Uh... You got it right here, right, Roxy? I will pull it up. So this is something that I came across on Latino Review just this afternoon where Tyrese is like saying, like, slow your roll. It's uh, it's out there. It's not my campaign. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm planting seeds. He's like, I got an album coming out. My new single, Dumb yes, Ass, yes, is coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb, dumb shit, uh, the new single featuring Snoop Dogg. It's a really, really long quote. This is my favorite one. He goes, and when I post, it's not a campaign. It's me planting seed. I'm almost at hashtag $5 billion in box office receipts worldwide. Okay, Tyrese. Wait. That's not campaigning, though. I just, He's planting those seeds. I also, in his campaign, he mentions his album, that he, or his single he dropped. He's like, just plugging him himself so hard originally when he started saying look this is a role i would want we all were like that's great when actors fight for roles you go man but at this point i'm either thinking if he has the role shut up or you're gonna lose it or if he doesn't have the role this is really sad see you soon can you imagine getting coffee with this guy you would not even get a word well see you soon it's made me think all right they cast him which led me to believe that that it's definitely not a solo movie because there's no way that warner brothers is giving tyrese a solo movie i know you might come back at me with gal gadot stuff but that was my opinion and then i thought all right maybe there's truth to the fact that chris pine is going to be hal and tyrese would be john stewart and then i'm cool with him being john stewart because we all know as we've said pretty much every week I want to see the Lethal Weapon in Space version of Green Lantern. Yeah, I yeah. want to see Jon Stewart. I'm not saying Tyrese is my top choice, though. But could you see Idris Elba, like, doing that Instagram stuff, like, like no. campaigning for a role no, like no. that? It's just, it, it, the problem is, now if he is cast, when I'm watching him on screen, I'm going to be thinking about that. It's not that I don't think yeah. he's talented. It's not that I think he's wrong for the role. It's just there's so much drama around it now because he's yeah. created it that I, I don't know how I'm going to take it yeah. serious. It's like, like Jon Stewart in World Star Hip Hop. It's yeah, very, exactly. It's all very. I don't, I, I don't know what's real. What do you guys think is real? I'm curious to, to th- what people's opinions are because we don't know if 
if Warner Brothers told him to take it down, mm-hmm. then they're probably considering from the role, or he has the role. Otherwise, why would they so, care? Or the exact opposite. Heisenberg says, I remember him posting a photo going for a meeting with DC. So there, at some point, there probably was talks about this, and there probably still is. It's just like, he's why either going to lose that? it because of this. So is he trying to shift the court of public opinion in his favor by getting everybody on his side so that like it's a better place to negotiate? Right, that's what I'm wondering. In his brain, what is the plan here? Is he hoping that if he posts See You Soon, people are going to be like, yes, we're so excited. And then he's going to show that to Warner yeah. Brothers and say, look how excited people are. I don't think you want to go toe-to-toe with a major. It's like he's revert <laughs> trying to use reverse psychology on yeah. Warner Brothers yeah. right now, which is just, I don't and think And then he comes work. back and he said, all right, Warner Brothers knows I'm interested in the project. I'm going to I'm gonna step away. And fanboys who want me or don't want me, you, you, should, you should campaign for who you want. And right. it is true that they do know. They certainly know. So if he had never said anything, maybe they wouldn't have known. Now they know. For well, I sure. got to think that um, Tyrese is on a very short list for uh, popular African American actors that Agreed. are built like gods. I like Tyrese. I, I have no nothing against him at all. So it, it's just a neither little, do I. This is not odd. an anti-Tyrese rant. It's just very weird what's going on right now. And again, this is again getting mm. back to my thing where it was like you know the way Vin Diesel sort of did it with Marvel. It was very much it started to appear like the same thing, and then he showed up as Groot. So I'm just trying to look at that and see how this plays off in, in, into this. What are you getting on the chat? <laughs> um, Ellis Boyd yeah. is funny. The Rock, Gal Gadot, uh, Tyrese, the DCU is turning into Furious 8. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, funny. I can't even deny it. I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> what, uh, I know, exactly, right? It's like the whole cast. I want to be like, no. But. Um, so what do we think? Moving on, um, there's some Suicide Squad news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, our favorite El Mayambe reported on what, uh, this interpretation, this is fan art, but mm. this is an interpretation based on a description of what, uh, Deadshot might look like, kind of saying like he's gonna have the red eye, but oh, he's not gonna that. have the full face cover like in the comics. Although on the Arrow show, he's got nothing covered. He's got yeah, the red but, eye. Yeah, Will Smith is not gonna let his face get covered. Right, and then you've got this sort of like the Captain America half mask thing going yeah. on there. What do you guys think of this image? What do you think of it? What do you think of Deadshot? I think it's great. Here's my thing. If you have Will Smith, mm-hmm. and Will Smith we know has a lot of say in his roles usually, I just think he's not going to want this much of his face covered. This I, much? I, even though it usually is more, and this has the whole bottom half showing, I don't know. I was. I, I think that it was, he's still going to have a little bit of a problem with it. He didn't seem to so far, so maybe I, not. Well, I've got no problem with this because I know he's not going to be wearing this in every scene of the film. Right, sure. that's true. That's true. You know, he's going to be Floyd in a lot of the film, and he's not going to have that on his face. And, and, and honestly, sometimes when the entire face is covered, you almost lose contact with the character. Right. Like the first Spider-Man, Sam Raimi film. Right. It, how ridiculous did it look when the Green Goblin and Spider-Man were on the screen at the same time? <laughs> it was like, it yeah. a puppet show. I mean, sometimes you don't even know who the actor is. Like, a lot of people don't even know who's playing Bane because so much is covered. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so yeah. I just don't think Will Smith... Who's playing Bane? Bane Cat. Is that what you mean? Am I being called back for another film? <laughs> uh, so I just don't think Will Smith would ever let that happen to him, which is why he's like, oh, and surprise, surprise, my whole lower face at least is showing. There was no way we were going to cover every little bit. As long as I see the red eye, I'm good. People in chat roll are a little worried. Um, one person says here, uh, Will Smith is my biggest worry in all of the DCCU as of right now. Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm not really worried. Will Smith is I a I know great, you're on that page. I'm hoping actor. that he's going to be the biggest surprise. He's I'm a great really actor. hoping like 
Because I think he's great, too, and, I, and I've not been happy with a lot of his recent stuff. I feel like this is such a great opportunity. Like, And, and I, you guys have heard, I've been very brutally honest with things that I am skeptical of. Will Smith, I'm really hoping, is going to be great. Okay, I agree, uh, and I think he's going to be, but a lot of people are saying he's not. Then Rico of Havoc says... An Oscar-nominated actor—that's your biggest worry. And I, agree I know with that. exactly. That's like, your if, if that is your biggest worry, I think we're having good <laughs> yes. problems. It's a good here. day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he played he Ali convincingly, Muhammad Ali. Um, I'm telling you, he's going to embrace yeah, it. I think he can handle Deadshot. I don't know why people are worried about Will Smith. He's not that big of a diva. What I, he'll, about, he's a diva, but he's going to be fine. What about Johnny's favorite Suicide Squad character? Any news in the Amanda Wallerverse? Oh, Val oh she Davis. your favorite? I don't know. Oh, I just I just like her in the animated. Well, he lo- I know he likes because he's talked. He's he likes her. You know, she, size. She thick. She thick. <laughs> she thick in the animated world. <laughs> okay, my girl. You like them thick girls, man. So Viola Davis seems to be now that she, she's official. Seems pretty on board. She's pretty psyched. Yeah, what you love. Uh, I have a quote. Yeah. Okay, here it is. From Viola <laughs> Davis. She's badass. She's unapologetic. Everything that I'm reading and studying about her, no humor, just brutal. That's me. And she's also excited to use a gun. Again, if I could just interject here, guys, don't get excited about no humor in the entire Warner Brothers DC universe, okay? It's just Amanda Waller. She's saying Amanda Waller doesn't... I know, but I I almost think that that was a poor choice of words because of that. Because every single time somebody hears no humor, they grasp onto that and they blow it up everywhere. That's bet. That's bet. Just going to be fun. But she talks about using guns, uh, not in her personal life, but how much like she loves using them on set. So that seems to imply, I mean, at least my interpretation that Amanda Waller is going to be a fairly active member oh, of this task she's force. She's going to be violent and she says a gun does something to me on set. Yeah. She said. Absolutely. she said it just like that. Too. When she was cast as Viola Davis I figured she would be fairly active mm-hmm. uh, just because she is such an outstanding actress. We want to see her on screen as much as we can. More so than if Oprah had been cast. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Who you also- can't really see Oprah doing action scenes quite as much. Right. That's very true. And also Oprah I don't think would have as much time to fill. Viola Davis who is doing her um, How to Get Away with Murder but the, it's a shorter series than mm-hmm. a lot of the yeah. other Shonda Rhimes series. So I, I think she does have the time and she will be able to put in the with all due respect to Oprah, better choice with Viola Davis. I still love Oprah, but Viola Davis is incredible. No, I'm very excited about Viola Davis casting. Uh, the, the, the the Tom Hardy thing is still stinging a little bit, but I'm moving on. And I can't wait. You know what's so great, guys? Once these DC movies start, there's no more of this waiting four years. Once this train starts moving, then we're start, going to start to get these films like two a year. And that is just really, really cool. So once yeah. we do get that trailer... And every week we could break down a different ten minutes of the film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much we fun. actually have movies to talk about. I got a yearning today to watch Man of Steel. I was actually reading um, the J. Michael Straczynski uh, Earth One Superman that came out in like 2013. It's very similar to Man of Steel and like it's a retelling of Superman's origin. And it got me really excited to just like watch that, at least that first half of Man of Steel again. Like, Are you looking for little secrets as well? Just, just, I just want to feel that dude flying. Like, I just, there was so much I really liked about that. I love Krypton in the movie, and I love when he, you know, when he takes off for the first time. It's like, it's the best. I love yeah. the cape acting in that movie. That cape should have gotten an Academy Award. Maybe we should do a special where we just break down Man of Steel. Yeah. Putting out feelers. Let me know how you guys yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, for, for, for sure. good in the bed. Um, so, <laughs> in more uh, Batman v Superman world, we finally have a look at the possible arch nemesis, or at least the human arch nemesis yeah, we do. Of, the, of, of Earth. And uh, I'm talking about Jesse Eisenberg, of course, yes, as you are. Lex Luthor. Yeah, Mr. Terrifying. Luthor. Do we have it? I... 
Yeah, but there he is. Hey, wow. a mugshot for you. He looks like an inmate. So answering the question, um, will he be bald? Uh, looks like he'll be bald. He's pretty What's bald. What's that voice we're doing now? Will, be bald? Will he be bald? Look, I'm going to talk to you about Lex Luthor, okay? Welcome to Coffee Talk. We're going to yeah. talk about Welcome Lex Luthor, Lex and Jesse Coffee. Eisenberg. <laughs> I love um, it. What do you guys think uh, of this uh, look? You know, I know a lot of people are not excited about Jesse Eisenberg or have not been, but just judging off of that headshot right there, that gets me more into it. I happen to be outrageously excited about this casting. Tell me about uh, that. I, I just think that he is a very strange dude. And so I'm interested to see what he does. That doesn't necessarily mean that I think that he was the smartest pick, mm-hmm. but I think that he is capable of doing something really interesting with this character. And this look got me really excited for it too. I've been on I've been on board with Jesse Eisenberg since day one yeah. because yeah. he always comes off as kind of a prick in his roles. Right, he really does. And we, you know, with the description of of Lex Luthor being the modern billionaire and how that exists in our world today, his social network. He right looks very head. much like the, the the Smallville Michael Rosenbaum right. uh, 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 Lex Luthor, and I loved that relationship on that show. That was the best thing about that show was yeah. that sort of uh, ambiguous relationship that Clark had with Lex. You can't even call it love hate because it was all yeah, but yeah, I know. absolutely was a love hate. And listen, I mean, he's going to be resentful to compare to this like hulking, beautiful man dressed in a blue tight jumpsuit and right. he's like I lost my hair at 18 yeah I, I just have to say I don't know what he is getting a lot of slack like you said Johnny and yeah. I just think mm. this is incredible and this picture made me even more excited he looks just scary and weird I, and I think part of it could be the fact that he's so young maybe people are not into it I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but again, people don't know what the script is. They don't know how the character is being portrayed. And just like, again, Jesse Eisenberg, I buy him as a villain. Yes. And and again, this is not meant to be uh, you know the physical opponent of the Superman. We're not casting him as Shazam against the Rock here. Right. Yeah, people seem to be excited in the chat about it. Dylan Esposito says, I got more sold for Eisenberg when I saw the picture of him as Luther, yeah, which is exactly... Boat. I exactly. think that happened to a lot of people. And then there was a little report in Latino Review today. We didn't really do a whole thing about it because we don't know if it's true, but there are um, some indications that the whole Batman versus Superman thing is set off by Lex Luthor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. and the idea behind this is if they're taking the cue from Dark Knight Returns where Superman is approaching Batman on, be- on behest of the president, it would be at the behest of Lex Luthor. Um, and, you know, whether that that's true or not, it kind of implies that, yeah, in Batman v Superman, and I hope this is true, they're not enemies yet. Yeah. Lex Luthor is just this magnanimous billionaire. He's just pulling all the puppet He's strings. Pulling the He's pulling the strings. What do you guys think about this? Shannon James, Shannon James says Lex Pick looks like a mugshot. Well, yeah, do you of think he could be trying to tell us something? He looks maybe? like an inmate. It, it, yeah, it could maybe? be. But I've heard that this picture isn't exactly is an exact Snyder release picture. I don't know if it is. I don't know if this was just for like Entertainment Weekly, and they were, then they said, um, uh, "Hey, let you know, look mean like less." So I don't know if it is yeah. uh, if it's meant to to be that or not. I know our boy Brennan Drapeau did a Time Magazine cover with uh, Lex on the cover, and that was kind of funky too. Well, we well, didn't speaking pull of that, but... Zack Snyder, he does say. He's not any of the Lexes that you've seen. 
He says what he believes and he says what's on his mind. If you can unravel the string and decipher what he means, it's all there. Yeah, that's a great villain because, again, this is not going to be a mustache twirling Lex Luthor. This is going to be a guy who thinks his way is the smartest way. Yeah. And like we've said before, a lot of billionaires are not the, the sweetest, nicest people. And right. talking a little bit more about his age in the chat, uh, Killer Zelly says he is 31, so he's a little older than we think he is. And Via mm-hmm. Carter said he was cast so young so he can maybe do a few more movies and then we can get President Lex down hey. the road, which you there never you know. You're so true. That's so true. That's always been a great thing in the comics when Lex becomes president. Yeah, and and you want the potential for a long growth. Like, I'm hoping that these films have a long through line. Yeah. Oh, and and Heisenberg saying he thinks Snyder actually tweeted it out after it got released, the picture. So maybe then it is approved by him. Well, because most of the pictures have been like Zack Snyder photos. Right. Where you know like Zack Snyder has been controlling the lighting. We saw that of the Batmobile, of Gale, of Aquaman, Ben Affleck, Superman, all of them. Um, Either way, super excited. Please give me a trailer. It's my birthday, April 30th. Give me a trailer for my birthday. Come on, DC Warner Brothers. Maybe you should write to them and ask, and I think that will be the the reason they release it, actually. I'm going to go to WonderCon, and I'm going to demand a trailer. Well, you never know, because some <laughs> of these... Just walk in, throw in your fist. I want a trailer! We'll talk about it a little later, but some of these DC characters, as long as you ask for things, they actually send you your own videos, oh, so very maybe interesting. they will. Oh, we're getting to that. Maybe they will send you a little birthday surprise. Uh, let's talk TV. Um, you know, the... You know, it's my favorite time. One of the ultimate um, creature actors in the past 12 to 15 years has been this guy, Doug Jones, who's mm-hmm. been in the Hellboy movies. He's appeared as the Silver Surfer. He's uh, uh, a very uh, skinny actor. Uh, He was actually in The Watch, which we just did on a FX movie download. We just taped an episode of that, and Doug Jones was also in The Watch playing the alien. Because he's a guy, he's got such a a slight frame that, um, you know, you can put prosthetics on him, and he still appears, like, really skinny. Such a character actor. Like, just that face and everything involved. We talked about crossover. Uh, Little Dougie's gonna be crossing over some shows. Yeah, yeah, tell me about that. So, So he's not gonna be just appearing just an arrow, right? No. Mm. He's coming over to the flash. So he's going to be doing both? What is going on? Tell me. I'm excited. Well, he's going to... And then, Roxy, you can follow this up. Uh, he's going to be playing Deathbolt in the 19th episode entitled Broken Arrow. He's also going to be in a future episode of The Flash, as we see in that picture there as he's holding the script for The Flash episode. And I believe he had some kind of um, little comment underneath saying, like, wait a minute. Why would I be holding this script as well? Which is pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. Uh, his character is going to be controlling plasma energy. Uh, which will be so it's a little bit of a, di- a diversion a from the bit. comic book origin of the character, which is yeah. more like the living battery, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lightning and stuff like that, which makes sense. It's a little bit more grounded. How much would you like to be a day player on the Flash show just to get one of those cool Flash binders? Oh my god, are you I'm, kidding me? Jesus, and that is not the only reason I would like to be a day player on the show because of the craft services. I know, I hear they're I fantastic, hear th- <laughs> just for so many reasons. But this is cool. I love when they do crossovers, no matter what it is. Uh, like we had. Um, he was from Prison Break, but the guy that, uh, the clock mask, whatever his name mm-hmm. was, who was on Arrow, and then yes. he came on Flash later on. Also, it makes me think that we could have some people from Team Arrow come over to Team Flash yeah. for a little bit. Um, yeah. And so that's really exciting. No, this universe is definitely getting uh, tightly knit. Um, I still, I know you didn't see it, but I just want to just throw out, we did see the uh, Adam appear. And it was a full-on, guys, was it not like a full-on Iron Man ripoff of the Atom on Arrow? As he flies off. He's flying and he's like, he's just like very like exoskeleton-y. There's no indication of shrinkage. Still waiting for shrinkage. Yeah, you should just maybe turn on the AC. They should watch that one episode of Seinfeld. Boom! Uh, No, but I thought that was cool. And as he sees her in his room and he goes past it, she's sleeping, you know. uh, I I like that moment. Well, 
I'll take it. I'm, I'm, I'm at least comforted by the fact that it doesn't look like we're getting a full-on Adam show. In the last frame of this week's episode of The Arrow, the look um, on Brandon Rouse's face was something to the effect of, like, I'm in this Adam suit, and oh my God, I was Superman once upon a time on the big screen. <laughs> what the hell has happened? Yeah, but I think it's just a testament to how incredible TV is now. Yeah. So the, I will say the effects didn't look bad on the on the uh, oh, Adam I suit. Think, I think you have to say they looked better than they didn't look bad. I think they looked really good. No, they look good. They did look good. I, I just it just uh, I just don't see the correlation between the Adam from the comics yet. Doesn't mean we're not going to get there, guys. We have no idea. I'm just yeah. reporting on what we've seen so far. But one thing I am really excited about, preacher is preacher. This is one Preach of my favorite it. comics. The story behind it is so good. From the past good, 10 years. And the story, could it's going to translate so well to television. This story was so crazy. It, it's funny. It's yeah. violent. It's wrong. It's rude. It's offensive. And it is one of the best reads that I've done in the past 15 years. Like, I, I poured through Preacher. Uh, it's also on AMC, so it will have the opportunity to be all of those yep, things. Absolutely. Exactly. And now, like, yeah, I know you say you can't drop uh, F-bombs. That's pretty much all you can't do. I mean, yeah. they, they, they say uh, they, they pretty much swear. And if you've ever seen an episode of Walking Dead, yeah. the violence that they show is extreme. And then with Goldberg and, and yeah, Rogan yeah. behind this, yeah, I'm well, really yeah, looking forward to this. D- that doesn't make you nervous at all? That makes you excited? No, because I feel like they appreciate the material. Yeah. Seth Rogen is not playing Jesse Custer. Which, I don't think Rogan's even going to be in it. Which they haven't announced who's playing Jesse Custer yet, so it's possible <laughs> that Rogan is going to do it. I hope he doesn't. You said it, and then you're like, wait a second. Well, I think oh. he knows. I think he learned his lesson about playing in superhero movies. It's definitely not his type. I don't think he's um, a... That's not a good fit at all. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the Green Hornet thing didn't work out so well, so um, I don't know. I'm really, really excited. I've often said that... This is a great way to do superhero stories in general as a as a twelve part show. But I wonder how many seasons are they going to try to get out of this thing? Out of Preacher? Yeah. I mean, it depends on ratings. As, yeah, as one. many as they can. Because like, it's one story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one story that was told like in like I don't know, like fifty books or something like that, fifty comics. So mm-hmm. you could get like four or five seasons out of it. Yeah, and I think yeah, after that they'll just keep pushing it. And it's deep. It's really involved. So so tell us about the casting that we have this week a little bit. Well, Roxy. We have two. Not to you, though, Adam. Just mm-hmm. pro Roxy. Yes, yes, tell me. <laughs> well, because he's going to listen. No, I'm going to listen. We're going to proclaim. Not allowed. Yeah, just some to information. Me. We're going to spit some knowledge at <laughs> you. Let me hear about it. <laughs> Ian Coletti is going to star opposite Ruth Negus Tulip O'Hare, Preacher. Boom. Ian Coletti is going to play Arseface. And the story behind um, Arseface is actually really interesting. I didn't yes. know this. Yeah. Apparently, it was inspired by Kurt Cobain. Yes. So cool. The, yeah. the character well, tries to shoot him, his face off with a shotgun, kill himself. He survives, and therefore, he's horribly disfigured. He is some of the best comic relief in the entire story. And, like, you can't, you know, throughout the comic, you can't really make out what, um, I think other characters understand what he says, but it's just, like, because he can't really talk, it's just, you know, it's jumbled what his dialogue is. I can't wait to see so, the makeup. So I don't know if they're gonna uh, subtitle or what, but it's right. really funny. I, feel- I cannot wait to hear this to see the special effects makeup. Yeah, and how he actually looks. Um, I said, get Greg Nicotero's crew on that. Get right. the Walking Dead people. on Yeah, that. that's really what they should do. Oh, they well, could do an incredible job. Are you kidding? Um, when you said it was inspired by Kurt Cobain, I go, so cool. No, that it's not cool. What not that he, he killed did. Yeah, yeah. No. I just think that it, it's a great way to inspire a character. The original really comic took place from '95 to 2000, so it was like very much at that time, right? Um, and but I, yeah, and then also another great character. This is what's so out of the box. It's about this guy 
who can speak with the with the word of God. So whatever mm-hmm. Custer says, people have to do. Right. So if I said, you know, um, stick that popcorn talk mug up your butt. Or talk like Baincat, I'd have to do you it. You would have to do it. Yes. Roxy would do it regardless. Right. Um, but then along the way, he also meets this, like, Irish vampire that's lived for hundreds of years. Which, and they did, Who's they did, also cast, Joseph Gilgun. Perfect casting! Yeah. I mean, that is as perfect as The Rock is Black Adam. Talk about off the page. Pretty damn close. In fact, this guy should be Shazam. Mm. Well, let's not. He's the physical perfection of all things. Okay. So Ooh. this is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's going to be Cassidy. He's this Irish vampire that has a really dark past mm-hmm. that joins uh, Tulip Rowdy. and Custer uh, on their on their adventure, basically. Um, but, yeah. So now we're just waiting for... The, oh, and also Ruth Nega, who is um, uh, uh, the girl with the flower dress on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, mm-hmm. who just recently became an Inhuman. So I guess she's still going to appear on the Marvel show, but she's also on, on this show. She's got a great look to her, too. Really exotic look. She's like... I forgot what her background is. She's like an Egyptian and, and a bunch of other things. This story is going to be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, this is going to be great. Preacher's going to be great. Uh, and then uh, we wanted to say, you had mentioned before something about uh, uh, Arrow doing a little something sweet for someone. Oh yeah, go ahead, yeah. Roxy. Uh, okay, I thought that this video was actually really, really cute. Oh, so it was adorable. Uh, Stephen Amell, who we know is a seems to be a great dude, uh, saw that this mom reached out to him and this daughter, her daughter was having a birthday party, and the invitation was really cool. It said. Uh, uh, my name is Natalie D. After one year as an 11-year-old, I have come home with one goal, to be a year closer to being a teenager. But to do it, but <laughs> to do that, I must first turn 12. And to have, have the, the best, best sleepover, sleepover ever, ever, I must be someone else. I must be something else. So obviously that's an arrow reference. And right. then she had her with uh, Stephen Mel behind her and they're back-to-back with their arrows and stuff. It was really, really cute. How cool is that for mom to do? Um, and so the mom invited him very uh, nicely Don't rush to the to be birthday a party. Your young girl. Yeah, that's true. Don't rush. You, there's plenty of time. So she invites him, and insta- he can't show up because he's in Vancouver, but he said he would have. And instead, he records her this video message saying, yo, happy birthday. When I was 12, I was celebrating dinosaurs or whatever No, he no. Says. He but, said he had a birthday party themed around wrestling. Around wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Johnny. Which I still may do 20 years later. You know, dinosaurs <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> yeah. What the- <laughs> I just wanted to get a rise out of you. No, I really forgot what it was, but I guess it was wrestling. Okay. Um, no, but that's awesome. And he recorded her. It's, it's a very long message. It was like a minute and a half or something. Um, just being like, happy birthday, girl. Yeah, he's like, I'm working. We're shooting right now. We're going to be shooting all the way up until your birthday. So I'm sorry, but your mom reached out to me. Here's my birthday greeting to you. And how about mom working the Photoshop on that invite? And then the girl just starts hysterically crying Aww. as she's watching the message. She's crying and crying. She goes to hug her mom. And she's like, this is the best birthday ever. It is so sweet. It's amazing what we're seeing right now with this modern world we live in with social media how we're seeing like actors showing up at the hospital whether they're Avengers Guardians of the Galaxy uh, uh, Vigilantes in Starling City like it's really really cool and um, hey you know what if that's the kind of competition we're going to see like people doing really good deeds and fun things for kids then that's awesome yeah. more power to them that was really cool um, so that's all the news stories guys do we have a little bit of time for questions Natalie D for Green Lantern <laughs> yes we do <laughs> Let's get some questions. Okay. 
Here we go. And obviously, every week, guys, we read questions from you coming from uh, Twitter, coming from iTunes, coming from Facebook, coming from Snail the chat. Mail. Mail them in. From your sure. heart. Go ahead. Mail them in. From uh, your heart. All right. So this one is from at Straight Snuggles. He wants to know what of the upcoming movies will gross the most money. I mean, that's a really... We won't know that for six years. We'll come back. We can but speculate. if they're good, you got to go with Justice League Part 2. Okay. Yeah, because if Justice League 1 dominates and Justice League 2... I mean, right? You don't think it's going to be BVS, though? BVS is, BVS is going to be huge, it's but I'm saying huge. it's going to be growth because Justice League is happening after, mm-hmm. and that's what you're building, too. So the only re- way that Justice League 1 doesn't make as much as BVS is if BVS isn't great. Right. If BVS is a stinker, then yeah, the Justice League could peter out and, and yeah. equal to it. They mm-hmm. hope that BVS is not the highest grossing film. Yeah, absolutely like, not. That much. They hope it's well, higher grossing. Well, they certainly hope it's higher grossing than Man of Steel. Well, yeah. Moving on. At CP Younger wants to know, I think it's tough to believe Ben Affleck as Batman. It's tougher to believe Ben Affleck as Batman than Cavill as Superman. Thoughts? Coming from a big Bale Batman fan. Yeah, I would agree with that. You think it's tougher? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Cavill was fairly unknown. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's, you know, Affleck is Affleck. We've been watching him act for like 15 years at least. And yeah, is it going to be harder for him to disappear than Christian Bale did for me? Um, Yeah, I still hope that he can do it, though. I mean, Affleck's body of work is so much bigger, so people think of Affleck in so many different facets. But also, Mm -hmm. you got to look at the Superman character is not as complex as Batman. The, the, the history, the dark history isn't, you know, there so much. So I, I think it's, I'm not saying it's an easier character to play, but I think Affleck's going to have a more difficult time. But I, I, I know still, what you mean. I'm Argu- still pumped about it. I, I don't have a hard time believing Affleck at all. Yeah, but going off his question about is it who's it easier to believe than, you know. Yeah, you got to say Cavill, sure. Well, if you're just talking looks-wise, body of work, I mean, it depends what you're thinking. Uh, yeah, Cavill looks like Superman, but originally when he was cast, I don't think everybody was on board because people didn't know him as much. I think that Ben Affleck, there's a better shot of people yeah. being on board because of all of this stuff, but he's getting 50-50 I'm super right now, excited for Affleck, though. I, I'm, re- I'm excited for his Bruce Wayne. Yes. Again, like I just, I, I want to see what he brings to the role of Bruce Wayne and how that's going to be portrayed. And uh, yeah, like I've said before, I think Ben Affleck has a great sense of humor, and I and I hope that um, we see some of that. You know, one thing I do want to chime in on. You guys talked last yeah. week about how Batman was going to be kind of like this, um, like this mythic creature, possibly, and like not really well known. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what, what, I forgot the word. You oh, used. it was one of the Latino Review um, possible spoiler yes. things to where they think the government doesn't know anything. No about one's Batman. really met him before. Right. Only Joker has. That's only what, Joker. The rumor. I thought that sounded really cool. Right. And but what, to, I was going to add to that was I bet Commissioner Gordon has too. Like he's just working seriously in secret with yes. Gordon, who may or may not be alive during this film, but. But that he didn't have this big public persona, that he wasn't showing up in the daylight, that that he was just a legend. Like, you yeah. didn't know. And I love that idea because then it does allow him to be far into his career but not overexposed. And all, I, they, okay. all they got oh, is just a little bit of game tape. And I want to get to some more questions. Please. This one's from at Trevo Mad. Uh, who do you think will surprise the most? Jesse Eisenberg as Lex or Jared Leto as El Joker? Or I guess you guys could think of somebody else. <laughs> as far as surprise, I mean, I'm not surprised. Well, if, if they both are amazing, I'm not going to be surprised. At I all. feel like in my head, I know how Jesse Eisenberg is going to play Lex Luthor. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and so if he's not playing what I think he's playing in my head, which is pretty much like the Mark Zuckerberg character 
with a, with a bit of evil, then that would be a surprise. Leto right now, I have to say, is going to be more surprising because I have no idea where he's going to go with it. And Leto yeah. has never not surprised me in a role, so I yeah. I think that <laughs> I would have Dallas to go Buyers Leto. Club, for God's sake. I mean, so I would say Leto, but if Eisenberg does something totally different, then I would be more surprised. Right. So I guess our answer is going to have to be Joker with that one. Um, moving on to at Justice Sierra JLA3. Okay. Why hasn't Warner uh, Brothers told who Shazam and Hal Jordan are going to be already? This should be already known. It's basic. I don't think so. The movies are so far away. It's basic, Johnny. Well, it's, Shazam it's, may not have been born but don't you yet. Think it's we don't know. Saying that we know who Cyborg is, we know who Flash is. Right, we they haven't about... said anything about Green Lantern. All right, and not Hal Jordan. Not Hal Jordan. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We, we we're going to get both. I'm telling mm. you. Well, they're, they're, Tyrese already knows who it's going to be. So. Yeah, Tyrese knows. They're <laughs> saving it for a surprise. Tyrese is cutting his own uh, Green Lantern trailer using footage from Baby Boy. The right Shazam now, so. thing really, really concerns me because. I'm a big fan of that character, and I want to know that they know who. I don't like this idea. If the rumor that The Rock got to choose which character he plays, that would be kind of weird. Mm. We know we want you. You just pick one. Couldn't you argue though that pick they are Rock. that they're taking their sweet time because they want to nail it? Yeah. I hope they do. I agree. I, I hope they do. But then why announce the other ones? Like why announce well, Cyborg and the Flash? Rock. I mean, like Cyborg, who is like, nobody knows who that guy because is. Because we have so many years, they've got to give us bit by bit by bit to keep us yeah. excited. And some roles are just easier to cast than others. Yeah. So. I agree. Okay, moving on. Uh, this is from at Eagle Scouch wants to know, uh, after watching this week's Arrow, do you think the Suicide Squad would make a better TV show than movie? Although we know it's not mutually exclusive, so mm-hmm. it can be mm-hmm. both. Um, I would say not on the CW. Yep. Like, I would not want to see a CW. You'd watch an HBO Suicide Squad. Or FX or AMC. Yeah. Just like I think it's great as a movie. I think it's great as a movie, too. Uh, uh, yes. However, like we talked about earlier, we don't think it's going to be an R-rated movie. So wouldn't it have the same ability on CW as I, it would I on think, the big screen? You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because they can actually show more on AMC than PG-13. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Like, PG-13, you get an F-bomb, but they don't usually show the blood associated with violence. Not as many boobies. Um, yeah, PG-13, you maybe get a boob or two. <laughs> Um, you got to get a Harley Quinn boob. You, you get the Amazon Uniboob. I don't think you're going to get a single boob. Like there hasn't been a nipple in any major superhero film that I can think of. And no Margot Robbie nipples. Even R-rated films. There's something about like getting really like um, prurient during like a, a superhero film. Like you know, I want Suicide Squad to be R. I know what would happen. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Totally. I, I agree. I agree. Um, so you know, in that in that regard, like if it was like a, a hard adult. TV show, then yeah, I think it would make an amazing TV show. Mm-hmm. Amazing, like, FX, AMC-style, uh, HBO, or even Cinemax, you know? Like, Cinemax does such a great job with Banshee. Hmm. Uh, I mean, that's... Or Spartacus. Or Cinemax. Spartacus is the dark. most violent show ever in history, and practically a softcore porn. A lot of so. boobs, yeah. Plenty, Ooh. plenty of boobs. Spartacus is great. Skin of Spartacus. People are going crazy in the chat right now asking if we've seen Arrow's new suit that's been leaked, so... Um, I think I saw a little image of that, right? Like, he was, it was the one where he's standing next to Flash and all this, I'm, or... I'm looking through it. 
I'm looking through it if anybody wants to send us a link. Uh, but that could be fun. I yeah. love I love when they do costume changes on that show because they're so spot on. Well, you know, it was interesting because a lot of other people showed up dressed like the Arrow. They did that whole League of Shadows thing where like all the ninjas are like wearing the thing. So there were a lot of people wearing Arrow costumes. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense that he would then have to switch it up. Okay, another question. This is from at Vern's Views says. How does everyone feel about the deal that the Flash and Captain Cold made? So they're talking about um, the most recent episode of the Flash. Spoiler alert! The deal that they made. Yeah, because remember what happens is uh, spoiler, spoiler. Captain Cold says, "Listen, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing," and and Flash says, "No, don't do that." And then they make a deal that he won't kill anybody else. Captain Cold right. will not murder. He will keep stealing, but he doesn't have to do it without murdering. And so Flash lets him go because he says he won't kill anybody else. So, you know, he's still going to be taking money, but hopefully from the bad guys. I don't know. I, I was more concerned with why the dude kept wearing, like, the fur-lined jacket when he didn't, like, when he didn't even have his cold gun. <laughs> is that is that Captain Cold? I'm getting confused because there's, like, a couple. There's Weather Wizards. It's, it's, it's Wentworth Miller is that. Okay, actor. no, no. Captain Cold, he was wearing, like, the fur-lined jacket when he didn't even have his cold gun, and I thought that was ridiculous. And then when um the snart girl... Uh, got the uh, gold win that that Cisco made the gold gun. Like I thought that was a little silly. Like in an hour, make me a gold weapon. That right. that really took me out, man. Okay, that's about it. We, we're out of time. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching the show. I will be away for a few weeks, but our other uh, wonderful hosts will be here. And, you know, people like uh, Sizzler Kissler, Kalinowski, hopefully John Snap, Al Mayembe in the future. So much exciting things to look forward to on DC Movie News. We will see you soon. Once again, I'm Adam Gertler, at Adam Gertler on the, uh, the, all the things. And you guys can find us at DC Movies SK. You can find us at Popcorn Talk. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, on iTunes. Facebook. Uh, at, at, at The Popcorn Talk, you yeah. uh, At The Popcorn Talk. Thank yeah. you. Um, and everywhere else. And you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. Make sure wherever you are, give us that thumbs up, that five stars. Yes. It really helps us out. And we've been lacking in the iTunes reviews. So if you love us, please go there and say, I love you so much. And here's why. Okay. Or whatever you want to say. Uh, at Jay Quasto, and hey, if there's any guests you think would be great for the show, tweet them at us, or you know, let us know because we would love to reach out. It's already kind of worked a couple of yeah. times, so anyone you think of, hit us up. We'll talk to them, and I think we might just be able to get them in. And uh, other than that, if you're going to WrestleMania, I'll see you up there. All right, <laughs> it's this weekend, so all right. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.